Egypt's youth, we will not be silent. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. In memoriam, Christoph Probst, Hans Scholl, Sophie Scholl. So reads the banner at the top of Karima Mare's popular Egyptian dissident blog. It goes on, beheaded on February 22, 1943, for daring to say no to Hitler and yes to freedom and justice for all. The young blogger's banner recalls the courageous group of anti-Nazi pamphleteers who call themselves the White Rose Collective. They secretly produced and distributed six pamphlets denouncing Nazi atrocities, proclaiming in one, we will not be silent. Sophie and her brother Hans Scholl were captured by the Nazis, tried, convicted, and beheaded. Karim Amer, who spent four years in prison in Egypt for his blogging, has disappeared off the streets of Cairo after leaving Tahrir Square with a friend, according to cyberdissidents.org. The group assumes Amer is now among the hundreds of journalists and human rights activists snatched by the regime of Egyptian dictator Hosni Mubarak and has launched a campaign to demand his release. Karim Amer disappeared just before Wa'el Ghanim was released. Ghanim is a 30-year-old Google executive who helped administer a Facebook page instrumental to organizing the January 25th protests in Egypt. The page, called We Are All Khaled Saeed, is named in memory of a young man killed by police in Alexandria in June of 2010. A photo of Khaled Saeed's corpse appeared on the Internet, his face savagely beaten. Ghanim traveled to Egypt to participate in the protests and was arrested and secretly held by the Egyptian government for 12 days. He was interviewed on Egyptian TV channel Dream 2 upon his release. He broke down and cried on camera when shown the photos of many who'd been killed so far in the protests. Everything that was done always endangered all of our lives, danger which we knew no end to. We don't know. We're just working. We said we'll fight for our rights and for our country. This is our country. Every single one of us who was at risk wasn't doing this for personal agenda. The people who moved and the people who planned, they don't want anything. I don't want anything. Do you know? My biggest torment when I was in prison was knowing that people will find out I am the administrator. I had hoped no one would find out that I am the administrator, because I'm not a hero. I was only using the keyboard, Mona, on the Internet. I never put my life in danger. The real heroes are the ones on the ground. While Elgonim's release swelled the crowds in Tahrir Square, still demanding an end to Mubarak's 30-year regime. Tahrir means liberation in Arabic. It's the heart and soul of the pro-democracy movement in Egypt, but it's not the only place where spirited, defiant people gather. As this is written, a new encampment is being established outside the Egyptian parliament. 6,000 workers are reportedly striking at the Suez Canal. As the entrenched dictatorship claims to be making concessions, its shock troops unleashed a wave of violence, intimidation, arrest and murder. Egypt's burgeoning youth population is driving the revolution. The April 6th youth movement was formed last year to support textile strikers in the Egyptian city of Mahala. One of the founders of the movement, Asma Mahfouz, who's just turned 26, posted a video to Facebook January 18th, days after the Tunisian revolution forced the ouster of that country's dictator. This is Asma. Four Egyptians have set themselves on fire to protest humiliation and hunger and poverty and degradation they had to live with for 30 years. Four Egyptians have set themselves on fire thinking maybe we can have a revolution like Tunisia. Maybe we can have freedom, justice, honor and human dignity. 
I'm making this video to give you one simple message. We want to go down to Tahrir Square on January 25th. If we still have honor and want to live in dignity on this land, we have to go down on January 25th. We'll go down and demand our rights, our fundamental human rights. I won't even talk about any political rights. We just want our human rights and nothing else. This entire government is corrupt, a corrupt president and a corrupt security force. These self-immolators were not afraid of death, but were afraid of security forces. Can you imagine that? Are you going to kill yourselves too? Or are you completely clueless? I'm going down on January 25th, and from now till then, I'm going to distribute flyers in the streets. I will not set myself on fire. If the security forces want to set me on fire, let them come and do it. If you think yourself a man, come with me on January 25th. Whoever says women shouldn't go to protests because they will get beaten, let him have some honor and manhood and come with me on January 25th. Whoever says it is not worth it because there will only be a handful of people, I want to tell him, you are the reason behind this and you are a traitor, just like the president or any security cop who beats us in the streets. Asma Mahfouz's call to action was another spark. From the Internet, people began organizing in the neighborhoods, bridging the digital divide with printed flyers and word of mouth. Following January 25th, the epic first day of protest, she posted another video message. What we learned yesterday is that power belongs to the people, not to the thugs. Power is in unity, not in division. Yesterday, we truly lived the best moments of our lives. The first week of protests breached what many are calling the barrier of fear. Since the government-backed violence of January 28th, according to Human Rights Watch, at least 302 people have been killed in the cities of Cairo, Alexandria and Suez. President Obama continues to insist that the U.S. cannot choose the leader of Egypt, but that the people of Egypt must. That is true. But the Obama administration continues to supply the Mubarak regime with economic and military aid. The Made in USA stamped on the tear gas canisters used against protesters in Tahrir Square enraged the people there. In the past 30 years, the U.S. has spent tens of billions of dollars to shore up the Mubarak regime. It's time to turn off the cash and weapons spigot right now. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.